Hi, everyone. Welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Barger-Milas, and I'm the editor here at Televisions. And joining me as per usual is my co-host, Miss Annie Bundle. Happy Eurovision week. Oh, is that happening? Yeah, that's happening. Yes. Uh, Whatever. Eurovision starts today. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I love Eurovision. Yay. Anyway, sorry. Um, I, I, I um, it's Eurovision week. Okay. It's just, it just happens. Okay. Listen, I, ha- I, 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 there's a, co- there was a coronation and now it's Eurovision and it's just been like. That's a lot of things. I could have used a bank holiday is all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you will not be recognizing what's her face, but uh, God save the king, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I believe the phrase I used was side chick coronation. Um, no, <laughs> dislike. Um, I I I uh, I I was uh yeah. It, it it's been it yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about today other than like royalty? Oh wait. Royalty. Uh, well, actually, we are talking about royalty <laughs> because we are going to talk about uh, the conclusion of what we now know is Marie Antoinette's first season. The show in the interim since last we spoke about it has been renewed and we'll be coming back for another run. And we're going to talk about what we thought of this season. And I have mixed opinions. Um, You know, I have to say that I was I think partly because I walked in with so low expectations that at every point this show at least met them if not exceeded now that's not to say that, <laughs> that, that that's that that that's i i, I sound it really like does a, sound like damning with faint praise but i i know we get back to ted lasso guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah i apologize i clearly i i had hope i don't know why anyway dude keely i'm i'm never gonna be over it i know i'm not we'll save that for the inevitable episode but i'm not over it um Marie Antoinette, I feel like I feel like I it's fine. I liked I liked it. I didn't love it. And I think that's because um and I don't know that this is actually any fault of the show per se. I feel like I was kind of expecting something a little different than what we got. This mm. is a very traditional period drama. It is. And all the characters are really pretty. It's well done. It's entertaining. But it did not give me what I was told it's like reasons for existence was, which said it was supposed to be this really like powerful feminist, you know, sort of different kind of taken on Marie Antoinette. And I don't think that's true for the most part. I think there are moments where it is. I think it's a better love story sometimes than it is a sort of female empowerment anthem. And the back, the back quarter of it is or maybe the back third probably is more accurate is it's real messy also that last shot of the finale is legit hilarious i was just cackling sorry it was like out of drag race or something i was like what is everyone doing i don't it's very strange the the rainbow dresses were quite a thing i will absolutely they weren't quite in rainbow order but they were close enough that it was really something it was a lot what I would say here is that, you know, I felt like three and six were probably the strongest episodes because they were the ones that lent so much into the love story. Mm-hmm. 
I liked three, four, and six, which mm-hmm. were Pick a Princess, Queen of France, and Deus Ex Machina were my favorites. And mm. probably those are the ones that are the most focused on Louis and Antoinette's relationship. And yeah, and it really did like that was there was some real romance there. I thought I was shipping it. They were mm-hmm. really sweet and adorable together. Mm-hmm. But then just like other stuff happened, and the show never explained why. Yeah, um, I would say that part of the problem is that the show couldn't just be a happy love story. It felt like it needed to throw in extra drama that it didn't need, and by doing that, by putting those extra moments of drama between Louis and Marie, which were unnecessary. Um, it shortchanged the parts that probably needed a lot more, like oh, um, Provence. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I there is there is a there is like a two dimensional character, and then there's a character that's like, I mean, honestly, I if even, he had like, a mustache, like, <laughs> it's truly just Provence is so gross, and not even that Provence is gross. I mean. I loved um, Peter Baelish on Game of Thrones, who was demonstrably gross, but was at least interesting. Like, was at least, like, really thoughtfully, like, a bad person. Yes. But Provence doesn't have any, anything mm. that I can tell. I don't, Other than he's just, like, wants to be king, and his his only personality traits are that he, like, wants to be king, kind of hates his brother. But, but the problem is, is that there's no inner, there's no inner life to that he has no inner life yeah um if, and- it, if it was something like he was really i don't know if he had really like lingering daddy issues or he really loved france or i don't know like literally anything his wife is so interesting too i know and then she just disappears for the last episode which is really frustrating um i Again, as I said, I think I think we both came in with different expectations for this. I think you came in with higher expectations for this than it than it provided. I think I came in with lower expectations that it met. Um, I also just like when I watch these, there's something where it's just like I want the dresses, I want the wigs, I want the trappings, I want to get lost I mean, in it's it. Beautiful, and this it's show beautiful. does that beautifully. And if nothing else, I want this show to come back. Um, I want to see. I, I I wanted a season two, and I still want it, and I will watch it just for the turning that on and staring at it. Um, mm. factor. You know, there was just. It, I get this with Bridgerton too, and I get this with some of the other ones where it's just. Um, it's just the costumes. I don't care. I don't care if it's mm. good or bad. You know, honestly, like we will get to Queen Charlotte another week. Um. Um, for those who have not watched it yet, don't worry. We're not going to talk about it yet. It only just came out. Um, but I loved it. Spoiler alert. I, I, it didn't, it, it wouldn't have mattered to me if it were good or bad. Just like it won't matter to me if season three is good or bad. I may be frustrated by the things that are bad in it. But in on some level, it just doesn't matter because it's just pretty. I think, I think the thing that bothers me the most about it is what we were saying about Provence sort of writ large. Mm. There's there's almost no interiority really to anyone. I guess Antoinette gets the most, but not always. No, like, not even her. Like there were times I do, when... not, like some ta- like like I really feel like I know where she's at in regards to her mother, her brother, and her husband. Yes, okay. I do not feel like I know where she's at related relative to literally anyone else in her life. Like I don't know what's going on with like Chartres or von Fursten or Yolanda or any of that. And, and I guess, I don't know, because the show doesn't tell me. Um, Yolanda is awful. <laughs> Terrible. 
like speaking of flat characters, her only personality traits are like she li- she's in a throuple <laughs> and takes bribes basically. Go girl. <laughs> um I Oh, and she's there so that you yell at the screen because she's awful and evil and Marie doesn't see through her. I don't even think she's evil. I just think she's boring. Like, she should be so interesting, but I have, like, no idea. I don't know what she's... I don't know what any of these people's motivations are. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what she wants. Am I supposed to be calling her Marie or Antoinette? I call her Antoinette because I think the Marie is is like like a sort of... Frenchification. Mm. I don't know. Frenchification is not a word. I absolutely just made that up. I call her Antoinette because everybody on the show calls her Antoinette. Okay. Um, Because, you know, I tend to call them Louis and Marie, and that feels really silly because I feel like that's not really their names. It's sort of like, an, it's almost like an honorific at that point. Well, his name is actually Louis. Yeah, I know, but it... There's a lot of Louis, There's... including two of his own sons. Um, which he had, which we get one of those at the very end. I know. I feel like that was really weirdly supposed to be like some kind of cliffhanger, but I like Wikipedia exists. That's the Dauphin. That's their kid. It's obvious she's had a son because her friends are all happy and her enemies are all mad. Right? Like their faces answer the question. Well, what's so weird too is that it like the show exists in a weird vacuum where Wikipedia doesn't exist, <laughs> which is a shame because part of the reason Provence should be more interesting. He that man is going to be king of France after the revolution. Is isn't he Charles X? Didn't we meet him in Victoria? I don't. Th- there's a lot of Louis. <laughs> I think he's actually another Louis. Oh, is he another Louis? Okay, that's fine. I thought I brought my phone in here. Or I would Google that, but Google that while I talk about this other thing. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a Louis, but he is going to become king of France and Chartres is literally one of, like, the leaders of the revolution, <laughs> historically. Like, Wikipedia, like, I don't get, like, <laughs> these two people specifically are, like, major historical players. At least I'm assuming that is who that character is supposed to be, as that is the name of the person in real life. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this isn't just, like, a rando <laughs> that they gave the same name to. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm wrong about that, I will actually be really happy because I think it's incredibly stupid that these are major players in France's future. And I can't tell you one thing about them except one hates Louis and one is obsessed with Antoinette. That's all I can tell. I can't tell you about them at all other than that. And I don't like it. Okay. So when I click on Provence for, uh, uh, for, uh, Wikipedia. We're doing this live, guys. We're researching live on the air. It is a, it is Louis eighteenth, so you are correct. He is a Louis. I thought he was a Louis. So you are correct about that. When I hit, when I click on Chartres, I get Louis Philippe II, Duke of Orleans. Is that correct? Click on Duke of Orleans. That sounds right. He's their cousin. Okay. Um, major French, major French noble who supported the French Revolution. So yes, and thank he, you. Yep. Yeah. I love when my random knowledge is actually correct. But like, so that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, is he mad enough that that he got kicked out of Versailles and stripped of his army post to like literally support his cousin and his wife that he's obsessed with getting beheaded? What? Like, <laughs> I, ah! yeah, um, that 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 I, you know, and this just makes me curious for season two, because, you know, if we're going to screw with history in this way or you're going to like you're going to assign, you know, uh 
basically motivations that didn't happen in real life. I need to see them play out. Um, Because, you know, a lot of this, you know, one of the things is that I don't really know my French history all that well. Like, I knew that Ben Franklin would show up. I knew that Louise... Where's Thomas Jefferson? Oh, where? (laughs) Um, I, uh, I knew that 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 Louis supported the the American Revolution. I knew that a lot of these were sort of I knew I knew like those parts, but like honestly, I don't know my French kings the way I know like say my English kings. You know, I don't Well, it's confusing cuz they a lot of English kings have the same name, but literally like every king of France during a certain period has the same name, so it's hard it, unless you really like are interested in it it's hard to keep up with yeah and so there's level where i'm just like i mean seriously like provence is louis 18th jesus christ how many louis do you need i mean seriously we just got our third charles okay nobody nobody remembers that though what that there's 18 of the damn things Mm -hmm. everybody (laughs) thinks it stops with louis the 16th because he's the one that gets second off oh rude poor louis the 17th just forgotten completely um maybe that's technically i think technically that would have been his son ah yes okay the one that was just born at the end of season one? Yes. Okay. Right. Hey, there we go. Um, I learned something today. I do actually think there's a level where, for all this show, is not historically accurate, where it is teaching me parts of French history that I don't know. Partly simply just because it just dra- I watch every episode with Wikipedia open. <laughs> I mean, you have to, because the show does not do a super great job of, like, explaining any of this to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I didn't know about Von Fierson at all. Like, none of, I knew none of that. Um, and I had to look it up and see if, like, A, it was real, if he really did have, like, an affair with Marie Antoinette. Um, well, uh, take all reports of affairs with her with a grain of salt. Right, course, like, but... it, the Wikipedia called him a friend. Um, and that he died at the hands of a mob, which I thought was kind of, um, that that to me also... Su- oh, yeah, remember um, Madame du Barry? Yes. Who gets kicked out of Versailles? Yes. She gets killed by the Jacobins in the Revolution, Aww. so no one escapes. No one escapes. <laughs> Everyone dies. Um, that's so sad and also not surprising, really. Um, I mean, that's the other thing about this show, actually, that I want to sort of touch on is that its best episodes are the ones where it makes Louis and Marie or Louis and Antoinette into a a romance. I actually think it's a really great romance. Like, I was super shipping them. Like, they were really adorable together. But there's like... And there's moments of it later, too, like when she tells him she's finally pregnant and she does it she's like oh one of your courtiers keeps kicking me (laughs) and he gets all mad and it's oh no she's just pregnant like that's straight out of like a book yes it is and that was i i will say the moments like that are truly adorable in the show and i do love them but they also make this into a tragedy because we all know how they die oh yeah 100 percent. and i think it's most effective when it does that but then it undercuts it with weird stuff like like uh von Fursten and and uh, Louis wondering if she's cheating on him with Chartres. And I'm going to send them like, away why? and she'll come back to me. And I was just kind of like, really? Like, why? Why does he think that? Right? Like, they, like from everything I've seen on screen, they're remarkably, like, together. Mm-hmm. And on the same page and partners. And I don't see a reason for him to, like, Rebel Queen is my least favorite episode because it's just basically, like, him being mad at her and suddenly deciding to try to divorce her again. For reasons. I don't know what those reasons are. Um, I took them as he was sexually frustrated, but um, yeah, I, that was just me like totally making up something to make it make sense because otherwise it didn't make any sense. 
Yeah, just reasons like they have to have a fight here. So they're going to have a fight here. Yeah, and I think that's also a problem that when you decide that they have to do a thing and then make them do a thing rather than it being a thing that comes from their characters, it Mm -hmm. feels very false. And this show really does the old fashioned thing of this beat has to happen here. So we have to get them there rather than. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that especially in our our peak tv era and our 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 drive to make tv into i don't know 10 hour movies as much as i freaking hate that term is that there's a level of naturalism that we have that that has become standardized that we expect characters to behave in a way that is realistic we do mm-hmm. not expect drama to make drama for drama's sake we expect drama to come from the characters because the characters are worth that drama and I think that that's the real problem with Marie Antoinette is that it looks like a peak TV show. It sounds like a prestige TV show. It presents itself as a prestige TV show. But as you say, it is actually a really old fashioned costume drama, mm-hmm. like old school. Because I think that they because I said I said before that one of the things that I was most looking forward to about this was that all the folks in charge of it before it was on was they were talking about like, you know, what a. Uh, uh, reimagining of of her as this feminist icon was but by the end of the show I really felt like I didn't know Antoinette at all Mm -hmm. I felt like I really knew her much better at the beginning of the series when she first comes to France when she and Louis figure out figure out how to you know how to get him to stop literally running away from her (laughs) like which is so cute they're so freaking cute he's adorable when he runs away from her like they are adorable together and I just don't understand how we get from that to like her flirt like i don't know i love <sighs> like i don't feel like I, I i i feel like she loses interiority and sort of depth as the show progresses and i hate that because mm. i get to the finale and i don't know why she's doing a lot of the things that she's doing yeah I, the show doesn't tell me I, I also feel like there's a level where we want her to be smarter than she is um, Maybe. I mean, there's definitely a level where, like, I was intensely frustrated with, like, can't you see through your BFF? Like, can't you see through her? Aren't you supposed to be smarter than that? Like, there's a level where at some point she does seem to be more savvy than that, and yet she's not. I understand it, but the show doesn't show it to me. It's true. Like, I have to do that work to be like, this makes sense to me because she is, you know, a person who is alone for the most part. She doesn't know who to trust. She's scared. Probably she doesn't feel like there's anybody on her side, but that's me filling that in, not the show showing me that, which is annoying. Yes. And that is where I'm frustrated by this. But like, what does she see in like the, like in one of the episodes, it's the one, maybe it's the one where it's the one they go to Paris mm. and they go to that party. And that's where she sees one person the first time and is like immediately smitten with him. Yeah. For reasons. reasons. We never hear about him again. And then he pops up in the finale and she's still cement with him for reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't support women's wrongs because I do. But like, I would love to know why. Yeah. And like, she's not even like she's sort of upset that he gets sent away at the end. But she's also just kind of like, OK, I'll just go back to having sex with my husband and have another baby. Like, there is a, a level where she just accepts it as this is what's happening. And that also sort of undercuts any, like, sense of drama. 
because all of this is just, well, if she's just going to sort of accept it when that happens, why were we all so, I don't know, um, you know, in knots about it? Like, it, it, it feels like it fails to give me the reason to be in knots about it. Like, it just, because it says, okay, now it's starting to be in knots about this, you should be. Okay, you are right. Okay, we can move on now. And the thing is, I want to be on her side. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like, very much. And I, the show just isn't, it's really frustrating, especially in the final few episodes, which I think is due to a couple of things. One, there are some major time jumps that mm. are weird. Yeah. Um, and not super delineated other than like a throwaway line. Like people are literally wearing the same outfits. Um. And there's a lot of well, of um, supporting characters, but none of them are what I would actually call supporting characters. Mm. None of them, to me, have real arcs or interiority or agency. They're just kind of there. Mm. Like none. Of, like I can't tell you, which is unfortunate. I can't tell you what character besides Louis and Antoinette, and Louis is even a little bit of a stretch, has had an arc over the course of the show. And that is a big reason, I think, of why the the Antoinette arc feels so unsatisfying because it's literally all we have. Mm-hmm. So you ha- so you look to that to fill all your story needs because nobody else, everybody else, is just like doing random things. So I think you know, as you said, the supporting characters aren't supporting, and it's partly also because they just don't have any interiority they're all flat Mm -hmm. like provence provence is the most obviously flat um and that's because i think he's being asked to do the most but like with the least sometimes mm, but like louis 15th sisters right like those are actually his daughters it's yeah louis the 15th is actually louis the 16th grandfather right 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 okay sorry he had a son who died when he was in his mid 30s who was this louis right, dad right it's really hard to keep track i i i knew that and yet my brain and, well that's the thing is the show never really defines that no they don't at all because i at first in the first episodes i was like oh those are louis the 15th sisters and then i like did the math and was like no but like it's i if it, it's very confusing um i also um as you said, the time jumps are not well delineated. Part of it is, I think the show, because it didn't know if it was going to get a second season, probably tried to go too far in the first. Yeah, like it wanted to end with her having a son. Because if that way, if it, that way, if nothing else happened and we were done, one and done, it had an ending where she could be seen as triumphant. And I think had they known they were getting a second season or had they been more confident that they would get a second season, I think the show would have been much better served to basically make this those first seven years and end with the two of them having sex. Mm. I would have said maybe with them, with Louis, the old Louis dying, but that Mm. works too. Yeah, but you know, like I feel like that would have been a more satisfying arc. It would have given the show more the ability to concentrate more on things like Provence's marriage. Um, it would have given, you know, Louis the 15th sisters, um, 
or Louis the Fifteenth's daughters um, more time to interact oh, yeah, with their father. They're just there to be bitchy. Right? They're just there to be bitchy. Like this, That's their role. This is. I feel like they were they were not given enough time or interiority to be anything more than the frowning ones when she has a son, and that you know she must have had a son because they're frowning. <laughs> also, they say mean things about her. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I feel that ostrich sounds like Austria. Get it? Hilarious. That was such a bad joke. So I like stupid. You, the worst part is that I didn't get it for a minute because I was like, what? Oh, for hip. Like, I really, like, I had to think of that. And then I felt, I was like, that is so dumb. Like, I was trying to come up with something way more clever. And no, it's really just that dumb. Um, I will say that despite Marie Antoinette's drawbacks and its, its inability to maybe be the progressive show it wanted to be, that I am still looking forward to season two. Yeah, I liked it. I really love, um, I think they have a real find in Amelia Scholl. Oh, I do. Who I think is just really great Mm -hmm. at kind of embodying this weird mix of, of apartness and vulnerability. It's very strange, but it's really, it's really fascinating to watch. She also has an incredibly expressive face. Mm -hmm. I really like her and I can't wait to see what she does after this, but yeah, she's she's the best part of the show, hands down. I also love Louis Cunningham as kind of her as her scene partner. Um, I think the two of them make I mean, the two of them have great chemistry. Yeah, they really do. And it's a really like for once, it's really like nice, sweet chemistry. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of shows like this, like it's because people like these tropes, but like it's it always has to be really like antagonistic mm-hmm. or like or like. I, I want to say like straining or yearning or, or you know what I mean? like it's like a lot of tension a lot of anti like they're just very sweet and nice and I don't feel like I see that enough so I really like their vibe. Mm. Um, I have to say I do also really like Jack Archer who's the guy who plays Provence. I yeah. feel really bad for him in a lot of ways. You know he was actually I think he's trying he just doesn't have anything and I love Josephine. <laughs> I wish Josephine got more to do or more into more interiority is the phrase of the day mm-hmm. because I really like there's such an interesting story here as to why instead of banding with the other outsider wife in the court, she has decided to like join everybody else in punching down and attacking her. Like there's such an internalized misogyny thing going on here that I wish the show did anything at all with. Had been more willing to 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 dig into or or think about. I mean, because she picks her terrible husband over Antoinette and I'm like, girl, love yourself. Yeah, I. I have to say that one of the things that I think that the show needed to address more clearly, and perhaps it just wasn't equipped to, is the internalized misogyny of the hatred that Marie Antoinette faced. That part mm-hmm. of that that a great they just act like it's all because she's German, and it's really not. It's because she's female, and the fact that they don't actually like really grapple with that is probably the show's biggest failing. Um, and I think that even if everyone was still as flat as they are, if the show was more willing to be more upfront about this as intensely sexist that the 
it would feel more. How tragic is it that that woman feels like the safer path is for her to draw lewd pamphlets of her sister-in-law to try to get her husband and his family to like her? It's so sad. Then to to try to befriend mm-hmm. her. Like, that's horrible. Also, I got to say, PBS, <laughs> God love you. Um, the blurring of the pamphlets, I was just like crying with laughter. It's like, it's like so bad. Like, it's just really <laughs> terribly done. I love you guys. It's also just hilarious because for heaven's sakes, of all the things. They're like, look how bad this is. And it's like literally just like a blob. In there. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm like, I guess it you know, is bad. Your, I'm sure your imagination comes up with way worse things that are actually on that page. <laughs> it's just amazing. Anyway. So amazing. But back to back to Josephine, like I feel like the fact that she was the one that was behind that is such mm-hmm. an interesting Absolutely. twist for her and for the court and for even Antoinette. But Antoinette still doesn't even know she did it. Nope. Like, and it just doesn't go anywhere. And that's it's I don't know. I can see so many better stories in this show than the ones that it told. And it's I just I want better for it. Um. I, I have I have a question that I need answered because I don't know enough. Um, I may or may not know. Uh, l- l- uh, uh, the Pope or uh, um, sorry, the Emperor, uh, uh her brother. The, who- oh, the Holy. Ro- he's the neither holy, ro- holy nor Roman. <laughs> he's not holy nor Roman. Okay, fine. Um, that dude. Um, I, I Joseph is his name. Joseph, thank you. Um, he sort of Joseph I- with an F, I think, because you know. Uh, honestly, like, I need to know, is he going to come back in season two? Probably. I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he is now, he is now the ruler of Austria. I mean, he's also Holy Roman Emperor, right? Yeah. Yes, he's the Holy Roman Emperor. That's what that, I I, I don't know why my brain went Pope. Um, but, you know, Holy Roman Emperor. Because <laughs> um, at one point, a Holy Roman Emperor actually held the Pope captive, believe it or not. This was during King Henry VIII's reign. Why am I not surprised? Um, so the thing about Joseph II is and that- And that Holy Roman Emperor was Catherine of Aragon's nephew. These are the things I just have in my head. This is- <laughs> um, So the thing is, is that like, so we just saw her mother die, right? So we mm-hmm. fit- they're, they're, Again, this is, I think, also where the time jumps are problematic. Because her mother dies and then we jump straight to her having a kid, which is like, what, two years later? At least, well, I mean, at least a year because she already had the one. Oh, right. Okay, good point. She already had the the princess, the princess royale. Mm. So, so she's had. So, you know, we don't get to see her really grieve. We don't get to see any of that, and we don't get to see what the fallout of her mother's death is either. Like we sort of skip forward. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that he is still just the ruler of Austria. Mm-hmm. Or what are, what are they, Habsburgs? Yes. Habsburg, not Habsburgs. I think he's just rule, it's just like the Habsburg ruler. Okay. In addition to being Holy Roman Emperor. Okay. I think. Well, I mean, that's part of the thing about, like, Austria and Germany and all of those at this point is that none of them were really quite, they were like little fiefdoms hanging out. Um. So it's, it's there there's lots of rulers and nobody's really in charge, you know? Um. That that is the one thing I do know about like non English parts, and it's all because you know the British then went and started marrying into the German family, and the you know. Anyway, uh, so what are you looking forward to in season two? Are you looking forward to season two? 
Uh, I am looking forward to season two. I am. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I I know that I am looking forward to season two. I don't know what specifically I'm looking forward to seeing, because I will admit I wasn't quite expecting season one to go fo- so far into her life as it already has done. Mm. Um, I think she's maybe got a decade left. Maybe. Um, she dies so, in 1793. Was when was my notes. So like 13 years. This is like 1780. Okay, I think. All right. So she's got about, as you said, she's got Ish. about a decade to go. Um, so that's a if if we basically ju- did 10 years here. So I guess we're going to do season two will be the end. Right. Well, I don't know. I feel like you could do another season. And then you could do another season on just like the revolution and mm. what happens to them after the revolution. Mm. Because they're not killed immediately. Mm. They're held prisoner for a while, especially, I mean, Louis is killed before she is. Rude. And. Well, I mean, I suppose him being king and all that. Well, they hated her, so. I know. Whatever, she was never getting, she was never getting out of there. But I think, I don't know, like, the problem is, is that I don't want to go into the stuff yet that's about, about how the, you know, the people turn against her and whatnot and the tragedy of it all like i don't i don't want that yet Mm. but i want yolanda to go away that's what i know (laughs) uh i either want yolanda to go away or like some consequence of anything for i want her to have a reason to be there (laughs) if she won't go away um i wouldn't mind seeing joseph again i thought he was really fun i thought his dynamic with internet was actually really great because it was one of the few times i think we got to see her interact with someone that didn't expect her to be a certain thing do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. he already it was it felt very refreshing because he like already knew her and she knew him and they had a relationship already mm-hmm. um i want more louis and Antoinette cuteness because i think they are super cute i feel like louis adopts like a random child from africa at some point which i whatever <laughs> um I just know bits and pieces of this history, and I'm like, that's one of the weirdest things that I seem to remember. I don't know. What I really what I really want more than anything specifically is I really just want to feel like I want it to matter to me when she dies, mm. and I want to feel like I know her before that happens. And I feel like as this first season continued, like her character became further and further away from me as a viewer, mm. and I don't like that, and I would like to feel like i have a better idea of who she is and what she wants and what her arc is that's fair yeah um i you know i i definitely don't think i want them to get to the revolution either i think i really want more love story i think that is where the show is strongest um i think that might be slightly unfortunate for it um because i don't know if it knows what to do with that i know they really should have spent more they really should have just spent more time on them in this first season before uh, Louis the Fifteenth died, I think. Yeah, as I said, I think had the show been more confident that it was going to get a second season, it probably would have structured itself differently. Because I think they were together for four or five years before he kicked it. I think the show sped it up a little bit. Yes, the show definitely sped that up a little bit. Um, because I noted that in that's in my notes of hey time I wrote hey time jump in big letters. Um, 
Yeah. So, uh, and again, not well defined. So you can't really tell um, unless you have Wikipedia open in front of you. Anyway, um, is there anything else uh, that you want to? Uh, you uh, your only wish is more love story stuff. Yes, I, my only wish is really. <laughs> I think I want more love story stuff, and I don't want it. And I and I agree with you. I don't want to get to the revolution. Oh, I want I want to see her build the thingies. I want to see her build the little the little the little hut town that you said she did. You told me all about this. Oh, well she doesn't really build a hut town. She's she's you, the Petit Trianon is like a separate house that's away from Versailles and Louis gives it to her. Mm-hmm. So that's her own little kingdom. And while they're the, I think they do some stuff on the grounds like that party where they're like running around chasing each other with lit fire. I don't know. <laughs> Rich people are crazy, y'all. Um I think they do it down there. Like they have like they maybe on the ground somewhere they do that kind of thing. She liked to dress up as like kind of, you know, like a milkmaid and have all these like pretend to be like a rustic normal person. Again, rich people are weird, y'all. I'd like to see the show actually tackle that. That would be interesting. Um especially if it if it allowed the if it allowed um the the actress to really like, you know, get into what's behind that and why she's like that and what what that escape means for her because you know one of the things she says in the finale is she's talking to maybe it's von Furstein. she's talking about like about you know this is the only time i've ever felt free yeah and i'm like that is news to me literally the first time i've heard this on this show ever mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah again just the thing is, is that I don't dislike the show. I actually enjoyed it. I like it's really pretty. I really like the cast, but I just there's so many missed opportunities here that kind of make me insane. Hmm. Fair. Is that our show? I think so. Okay. Um, Annie, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me at Annie Bundle on most uh, social media platforms. Uh, you can find me at Miss Annie Bundle on Facebook. You can find pictures of my very fuzzy cat and the very fuzzy butts um, on Instagram at Annie Bundle. Let's see. I am the associate editor here at Television Sun. I also freelance around the web and I wrote about the coronation and I'm hoping to write about Eurovision. I have pitches out. Uh, and I've also been writing about Succession and Yellow Jackets and all this other stuff. So if you want to know what I wrote this week, just go to my social media and go find my posts and click on the link. Huzzah! Um, I am Lacey MB on Twitter. That is L-A-C-Y-M-B. I'm also Lacey MB on virtually every social media site you can think of, including all the new ones. I got a Blue Sky invite, guys. Be jealous. Um, if you just want the site and the pod, we are on social media at Telly underscore Visions on Twitter and Televisions blog, all one word, on Facebook. If you like what we do, visit us at televisions.org. Check out our news, recaps, listicles, whatever we feel like writing about, and uh, throw us a little support by clicking on that donate button up top in the process of doing so you will get access to pbs passport or rather you can get access to pbs passport depends how generous you're feeling and that will give you access to all kinds of early and exclusive binge opportunities you can finish tom jones before anybody else sees it there's like 75 million walter's choice shows um yeah that's our show Thanks for listening. As always, I would like to take a second instead of my normal spiel about taking care of each other, which you should also do and make sure you get your last round of free COVID tests from your insurance before it stops being covered. Should put that in there. But I wanted to take a minute to say 
that uh, I myself personally, I know Annie does too. We are in full solidarity with the Writers Guild of America. We support writers. We think people who create content that we love should be paid fairly for those efforts. Uh, Give them the money they deserve for making these things that let so many of the rest of us enjoy and talk about them. We're with you guys in spirit all the way from the East Coast and uh, hoping that this comes to a excellent and mutually beneficial solution as soon as possible. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week.